Good morning, Christy Underwood, Organized and Fit, coming to you on another sunny yet very windy spring-like day. And today we are going to dive right into something a little different in our podcast. We are working on household organization systems. Going to make this short and sweet like I try to do normally on these podcasts because if you're like me, number one, you're busy. Number two, you often lose your attention span and you just don't have time. So I want to give you time and I want to give you some ideas and helpful tips on household organizational help systems. So today, what I want to talk about is three steps to creating a system, to creating a way of keeping things in your household orderly. This is an area that I think every person struggles with in their family. We all have areas in our home that maybe are much worse than others, Um, chores. And the bottom line or the word that comes to mind, just like in everything, whether it's, you know, wellness, fitness, finances, relationships, is this word that we come back to that's almost a cuss word, consistency. Maybe we start out with something or you have your kids going on some kind of chore system and it works great and then everybody falls off the wayside. So first things first, let's go to this word consistency and think about how amazing if you visualized consistency into systems in your house, what your house would look like and how it would roll. Let's go into some categories that we all have in our houses that need systems. Laundry, menu planning, cleaning systems, the bathroom, how often is it getting cleaned, vacuuming, dusting, sweeping or mopping floors, ceiling fans, window blinds. Let's go to other ones such as paying our bills. Um, What else do you have in your monthly, weekly life that you need a system added to when it comes to household family organization? chore lists, whatever it is, how can you get this to be more consistent? Well, first things first, it's a mindset. It's a decision that enough is enough and that you know you need to not only get this implemented and started because you know it's going to make a big difference, but it's also communicating it with your family. And I know some of you are like, yeah, there's no way that my kids are going to jump on board or my spouse is never home or he's not going to support this. So back up the train, sit down with a pen and paper and analyze the things that you can do first. Now, I'm not saying that you're supposed to do everything. Absolutely not. There are things that um, your family needs to help out on. But let's just get to organizing 101 level today. What kind of systems would make it easier for you? If you're already in charge of laundry, if you are already doing the bathrooms, um, and maybe you have somebody that comes in and cleans, you know, that's awesome. But there's still things that you personally have to keep up on, whether it's the counter that has the mail, the catch-all counter, the, the nightstand, the bathroom vanity. What is it that you personally, you know, first of all, it drives you insane. How can you master this? So by sitting down and creating a system, that's step one. Getting a piece of paper and brainstorming the areas that need intentional focus right away. 
okay? Then it's tracking it. It's making a list, number two. It's, it's either finding an app you like on your phone. It's using a pen and paper, the traditional, I'm going to make a list. It's printing off a printable plain calendar and drafting that this is what you're going to do on these days. And it's, it's, you know, making a plan. I think so many people like to just wing it. And when you live life winging it, there's some things that, of course, the sense of adventure that are amazing, impromptu, a rush, those are great. But not when it comes to your house and not when it comes to systems that need to be implemented. Because a disorganized, chaotic house brings stress, bad energy, and definitely not a good start to the day when you leave and you know what you're going to come home to. Am I right? Can I get an AMN? So being intentional and setting a system and making the time to create something will help you be consistent from week to week or a month. The third step is after you get this started for 21 days to a month, then it's sitting down and analyzing and breaking what your initial plan was and revamp it and keep going. So number one is to create a system. Number two is to take those things and create a timeline and figure out a list, a system, a tracking app, an accountability partner, taking it a step further than just creating the system. It's communicating to the people in the household at that time, hey, these are the things I'm going to do. You need to move these things out of the way so I can do them. It's being open with your household, but also having a few We talked about expectations last week. People will always disappoint, but it's not necessarily a bad thing to put out a few of those expectations that you expect in your house, correct? And then finally, three is after you have got this system going into place for three weeks, 21 days, or a full month, then reevaluating and going, hey, this worked really good. Hey, this didn't work. And I strongly recommend getting a partner involved, whether it's your spouse or a really good friend, an accountability partner, to where you guys are like, hey, let's shoot off some ideas. Okay, so, you know, I'm just using this as an example. Hey, at your house, you guys have this, this, and this implemented, and I love it. How did you do that? And then that person's like, hey, but I noticed that, you know, your kitchen counters are always so clean. How do you do that? Why wouldn't you use a buddy system in this? What works in one household can really help in another, correct? So that is my recommendation to a simple game plan of helping you get a household system. So I want to give this a little bit of a a vamp before I check out for the day. But this works for me. And this has been working for me for years. It's also been something that we've implemented in our annual spring and fall cleaning challenge groups, which I want to put a plug in a commercial right now. Coming up April 4th, our annual organized and fit spring cleaning and weekly systems group is starting. If this is something that intrigues you as we're talking, I highly recommend you become a member for such a great budget price point every month. We're going to do this in the month of April where we have a organized, planned out, 
calendar plus accountability group and some fun stuff in the group to get our houses spring cleaned and systems going so that when we get into May for summer, we are ready to roll. This is one of the best time options and timing for this cleaning challenge. We've had so much success with this. So as we've talked about earlier in this podcast, this group would be something that would just really, you know, complement what you're wanting to do. But what has really worked for me and so many others is assigning days to tasks in your house. So I obviously am not in your house. I don't know what your weak areas are. I don't know, you know, what you do well. But I can give you some categories of things that we all have and kind of how it works. So for instance, you know, we all have laundry and we all have different amounts of kids and sports and things in our house that require a buildup of laundry. So it took me a while to figure out a system, but I have a system. And that is I do laundry on Mondays and Fridays. Now, you might be like, well, that's weird. Well, that's what works for my family, and they know that it's going to be done unless we are on vacation, I am sick, or I am gone, and then I plan accordingly. But hell or high water, most often, laundry day is Monday and Friday. And I know that. I don't even build it into my list because it's just intrinsic to me, kind of like my workout. I just do it. It's it's robotic. What about bills? Let's talk about paying bills. Did you realize that 23% of people pay their bills late? I think it's actually higher now because they can't find them or they simply forgot. Most often it's because they can't find them. But I also think there's probably a higher percent of people that overlook or just have poor planning and how many late fees are applied because we forget. Get a system. Pay your bills, whether it's the same day of every week. On Wednesdays, you're going to sit down and do a money audit. That's a great idea. Um, you know, if you guys have an income where it comes in once a month, like for us, we I pay everything once a month. You know, I sit down and I have a system. I have a checklist of all of the things that I pay every month. What is your system? What about meal planning? I do that on Sundays. Maybe for you, it would be Saturday mornings, and then you go to the store and apply your grocery list to your meal planning. What about cleaning systems? I clean my bathrooms. My family makes fun of me. Again, unless I'm sick, I'm on vacation, my bathrooms get cleaned on Thursdays. They just know that that's the day. What about dusting, vacuuming your floors? The more systems and the days that you assign it, or maybe like, for instance, it's ceiling fans. You do it once a quarter. You do it the middle month of every quarter, like on the 15th. I don't know. As weird or detailed as that sounds, I'm telling you the more specific you are with your system and the more consistent you are, the cleaner and the more energy you're going to have in your home. And that's really what this is about. It's about making energy in your home. I want you to visualize if you had these systems in place and you walked out the door before you went to work with the dishes in the dishwasher, the laundry already folded because you had a system in place, the vacuum ha- the floors had been vacuumed, the bathrooms were picked up, or vice versa, maybe the va- bathroom is in bad shape, but you know that tomorrow that's your day to clean it. You have these things already decided and scheduled. 
how much more mindful and how much more good energy you would have to give at work or to your family or to be relaxed when you came home because you have things systematic. It's so worthwhile. So step number one is the most important step. You got to make time. You got to sit down, brainstorm, and create a system. If you need help, reach out to me, Organized and Fit. You know I'm all about systems. You know I'm about organizing. But better yet, instead of just reaching out to me, become a member over on Organized and Fit so that in April you're ready to roll and we're going to dig into this topic so much deeper and we're going to actually apply it and implement it and get it going in April. And it's not just to clean it one time and then to watch it become dirty again. We are going to work on the philosophy of having a consistent system of organization and clean in our homes. All right, you guys, I hope you have an awesome rest of this week. I hope this has got you some food for thought as you think about your home, the strengths, the weaknesses, how can you make things better? Not only is it important for us to be a better version of ourselves as we grow, implement personal development, make those good mental health choices, but if you don't think that your house is a reflection of the things that are important to you and your mental health and also your physical health, I want to call you out on that because an organized house, not a perfect house, and a systematic system plan will make a huge impact in your mental health, your physical health, your family health, and overall good energy. All right, you guys. Have a great day. Peace out.